0: Mark chapter four, verse number 37. Mark chapter four, raising a line from one of my favorite narratives. Uh, Mark chapter four, verse 37. A great windstorm arose and, there, and the waves beat into the boat so the boat was already being swamped. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be unto God. I want to talk about tonight, it happened suddenly. Um, it happened suddenly. Um, <clears throat> tonight's lesson received its genesis as a result of, of a conversation via text with one of our members who um, went in for a simple uh, surgery a simple minor surgery Um, after being released several days um, she developed blood clots um, severe blood clots and it was on monday morning um, early monday morning via text again we were conversing and she said to me uh, uh, pastor i don't understand how this happened um, I went in for a simple toe surgery and now I have blood clots. I have, uh, machines hooked up to me. I can't sleep. I'm in pain. Uh, I'm constantly being poked and, uh, and, uh, tested and, and I'm just frustrated. Uh, watch the language. I went in for a simple, uh, toe surgery and, uh. Now they have to wash my lungs and my heart. Uh, They had to put a stent in behind my my leg. I went in for a simple toe surgery and now I'm hooked up to machines. I'm fighting blood clots. They were concerned about my heart and my lungs. It happened suddenly. Mm -hmm. Have you been there in the existence of your own life where things just happen suddenly Uh, some things we go through um, they may give us a warning here and there but yet there are some things we go through that they just happen suddenly um, without warning um, unexpected suddenly we've all received those phone calls that shocked us Um, he died she died and the first thing we say as as humans as family and friends i just talked to her i just i just saw him it happened suddenly that's how life is. It's uh, unfortunate. It's unpredictable. Which means why we must be constantly praying, constantly reading God's word, constantly doing the best we can to stay on the uh, defense. Because life just happens like that without warning. How do you go from a simple toe surgery to fighting for your life as a result of blood clots? One on your lungs and two, two on your legs. When she spoke those words to me via text, my preaching mind went to work in Mark chapter four. Again, one of my favorite narratives. Jesus has just finished preaching and he has some business in Gadara, so he must um, sail across the Sea of Galilee um, on a fishing vessel because there is a lunatic hanging out in the graveyard cutting himself. And Christ Jesus must get to him, but he has but one way, that's by boat. Jesus is fatigued from preaching. He's tired. And so he mark says he um, gathers them together and says, let us cross over to the other side. There were that, that, that was his boat, and there were other little boats with him that were going to sail with him. He's tired, he's fatigued from preaching, and so he finds a fishing, finds a fishing um net, and makes a pillow out of it. And takes a nap. And then we get to verse number 37. Which is a strange, unique verse. First, that speaks to all of our existences. Mark says in verse number 37. And a great windstorm arose. And the waves beat into the boat. The boat was already being swamped. That Galilean Sea was turbulent. It was known for being turbulent. It was known for uh, causing chaos in the lives of fishermen. It happened suddenly, friends. And I know someone out there beside me can testify you have been in those sudden situations where the landscape of your life just changed. The trajectory of your existence just changed without warning. Just three minor movements and I'll bid you good evening. First of all, this is simple preaching, simple teaching. Please don't be offended by this. Storms are a part of life. Uh, that, 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 there was no way that one could set sail on the Sea of Galilee for any amount of time. And not experience a storm. I mean, it's it, it it was it it's a it was a turbulent body of water. Storms are a part of life. It is what Kenneth Wee says: the cold air off the mountains hooks up with the warm air on the sea. And King James says a storm. This version says a wind storm, but the most accurate description would be a tornado. That these gentlemen, these disciples, along with Jesus Christ, are on a regular fishing vessel, a fishing boat, uncovered, nothing covering their heads, their bodies, they're just it's just it's just them, water, waves. That's it. And now they've gone from smooth sailing to what this version says, a windstorm, King James, a storm, a more accurate translation, a tornado. Can you imagine that? I mean, I have been in Houston for almost 20 years now and I know what it means to be in a house in a hurricane and you hear the wind. You feel it. You 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 hear the windows, you 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 hear your house just literally just shaking, moving when the wind is that strong. And I can't imagine being on a fishing vessel, not a not a cruise ship, not a yacht, just a regular uncovered fishing vessel, and a windstorm breaks out. Warm air, warm air, cool air. They connect, they mix and a tornado breaks out. Because you can't be on that particular sea and not experience a storm. Likewise, you can't live this life and not experience a storm. There there are people who are hurricane trackers. They just go this is their season. They, they just track hurricane. They they go from state state looking for hurricanes to track. They, that's what they do. Meteorologists will tell us days, maybe weeks in advance, hurricane is coming. They're able to track and trace the motions and the movements of that storm. They go from tropical storm, Cat 1, Cat 2, Cat 3, Cat 4, God forbid, Cat 4, 5. But they're able to track it to tell us it's a Cat 4, Cat 5. Leave town. Tropical storm, wind, rain. Up to you. Cat 1, Cat 2. Up to you. They're able to track and trace and tell us what we should or should not do. The life doesn't work that way all the time. Sometimes there is simply no way to track and trace what's about to happen in your life. And guess what, my friends? Your walk with God won't inoculate you from Storms of life, your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, how much you give, how well you preach, how well you serve, how much who you are, your title position, will not nothing will inoculate you or uh, shield you from storms. They are a part of life. We don't like them; they don't feel good, but they are necessary for our growth for our development, and usually my friends, we can't see it in the moment, but in hindsight, once God has brought us out, delivered us, we can look back and say, that was for my good. And sometimes in these storms, life seems unfair, and God seems unfair. And like the disciples, I can push it further. We we raised the question, Master. Don't you care? We are about to perish. Some, someone put it like this: in each life, some rain must fall. J- Jesus said, Listen, in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have already overcome the world. Storms, my friends, though they are hurtful than necessary. And so you might as well make up in your mind to know you can't avoid it. I can't avoid it. I wish I could. There are some things in my life I really wish I could have avoided. I really wish some things in my life I did not have to endure and go through and fight through and pray through and cry through and preach through. But in retrospect, I, like the Apostle Paul, can testify all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and to those who are called according to his purpose. Storms, my friend, are a part of of life. What hurricane season is to Mississippi, Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, the Carolina coast. That's what storms are to us. We have seasons where storms are a part of our lives. Where storms plague us, where storms visit us. But here is the joy with these storms, my friends. They don't last always. And know one thing. No matter how much it rains in your life, be of good cheer in knowing this. Clouds move. No storm will last forever. No rain event will last forever. Sooner or later, clouds will move. Storms are definitely a part of our lives. And again, it gives weight to my second movement. Storms are a part of life, but guess what? Some storms give no warning. Hmm. Houston, Texas is a wonderful place to live the fourth largest city in America. They're building up in this city. There's always something being built, construction. And so with it being so low, with uh, being low in construction and concrete, becoming a concrete jungle in its own right, one thing this town can't tolerate is consistent Rain, like heavy downpour of rain, we really can't handle that. It'll it'll flood in an hour, two hours. This place can go underwater. It depends upon how hard it's raining. And there have been times in Houston, Texas, we we've, we've all been caught off guard. Just a few thunder showers, they said, and before you know it, you're stuck in traffic. You can't exit the feeder road. You can't get to your house. You can't leave your job. Homes are underwater, cars are floating. Because guess what? What they thought was a minor rain event ended up being a catastrophe. It gave no warning. Sometimes that's what, hap- what happens. Like, it actually gives you no warning. How does one who never smoked get get a cough? They end up taking some tests to discover they have lung cancer. I don't smoke. Without warning, how, how are you married <clears throat> 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years and then someone just wakes up and says, I don't want this anymore. How do you work on a job 25, 30 years and you give your life to this job and to these people? And because of ageism, sexism, racism, a bad economy, they just cut you off. You still have a mortgage. You still have kids to put through college. You still have a card note, a sick spouse you're taking care of. You need the insurance. But it happens suddenly, it just cuts you off without warning. Because some storms don't, don't warn us. How do you give your life to a church Burying their dead, blessing their babies. Carrying the weight of their issues on your shoulders while carrying your own weight. And then without warning, they just change the lock on you. Kangaroo court meeting and put you out. Don't care about you, your family, your bills. It happened suddenly. Because some storms come, my friends, without warning. They were on this boat, and without warning, all chaos broke out. The interesting thing was that when the chaos broke out, the only people who scrambled, who were afraid, were the disciples. You, you've you heard this before, but it, it just kind of gives good weight right here. Maybe Jesus wanted to see what they focus on, the weather or his word. Hmm. Because his word said, he said, the living word said, let us cross over to the other side. And friends, if you've heard me push this narrative, you've heard this many times before. But I got to say it again. Jesus never promised a smooth sailing, only a safe landing. Life won't always be smooth. I really wish it would be. I, I wish there were no turbulent days, no... Lonely nights, no cold nights, no days of displeasure or discomfort. I really, I really wish we could just set sail in this thing called life and be at ease. But guess what, family? That's just not reality. And sometimes you can feel it coming, sometimes you know it's coming. Sometimes the Holy Ghost may give you a preview of what's ahead. Make your spirit uneasy, make it unsettled. And yet there are times you get clocked. You get, as they would say in the street, you get stolen. You, 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 you have no clue where this came from. Because guess what? It gave you no warning. Guess what? Here is the good news about that. It gave you no warning. It caught you off guard. But guess what? Jesus knew the whole time. Nothing catches your God. Nothing catches your Savior off guard. Jesus is and was and will be prepared for every unannounced storm in your life. Bless his high name. It caught me off guard. It caught you off guard. But guess what? Jesus knew before it happened. And just like Jesus saw you go in it, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego will testify. He will get in it with you. And he will see you out of it and give you a testimony when you come out of it. Storms come sometimes without warning. That seems awfully unfair. And guess what? The text says that as they are in that boat, they got swamped with water. And friends, sometimes the activity of the storm can overwhelm you. The activity of the storm, my friends, can overwhelm you. One more time, the activity of the storm can overwhelm you. You you aren't, you aren't, you, you consider yourself a strong person, one to have it together. But sometimes life can just be too much. In the vernacular of, of my mother from back home, if it ain't one thing, it's another. I mean, I mean, it it, it it's okay if this happens, and then some time passes, and then this happens. But, but sometimes, friends, sometimes it all just piles on you at once, and sometimes your boat gets swamped full of water. And if you are honest, sometimes, friends, that can overwhelm you. No good news, problem after problem, burden after burden, issue after issue, trouble after trouble, more and more drama. And sometimes you just get overwhelmed, and the boat is supposed to be your safe place. That's the purpose of the boat. The boat is supposed to get you from where you are to where you are going the boat is supposed to be your place of safety and now that which the boat is supposed to secure you and protect you from is now hovering over the side and filling up your safe place and you don't have anywhere to go Oh, yeah, I forgot. Jesus is on board. And one of my points from preaching, ships that should be sinking can keep sailing when you have Christ on board. That's why, my friends, you haven't lost your mind. That's why you haven't committed suicide. But that that that's why you hadn't clicked and went off on them. That's why they wonder how you are still making it and surviving Watch this when they know you're sick, when they know you're broke, when they know you're divorced, when they know you're unemployed that they 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 are literally, texting and emailing and conversing behind your back and wondering how are you keeping it together because they know life should have overwhelmed you by now based upon all the issues you have. And guess what? Maybe life has overwhelmed you, but your boat has yet to sink because you have Christ on board because you don't have to be bright to know any vessel that takes on water is supposed to sink but this boat didn't sink and guess what my friends by the grace and mercy of God you too will not sink because you have Christ on board yes you get you you have gotten overwhelmed Yes, your boat is full of water. Yes, you have calamity after calamity. Yes, you are catching pure D-hell right now. But I hear Marvin Samp saying, I'm stronger now. I'm wiser now. I'm better now. Why? I never would have made it without I made it because of him. Him being God. Let me let me let me rush to the close and give you some good news and tell you this. Yes, it happened suddenly. But here is the joy of the message. It happened suddenly, but Jesus still speaks peace into turbulent situations. And I know for some of you, you're saying, Pastor, you don't know how long I've been in this. No, I don't know how long you've been in it, but Jesus knows. Tired of hurting, tired of suffering, tired of going through, Jesus knows. Crying, Jesus knows. Anxiety, overwhelmed, Jesus knows. Depressed, ready to quit, Jesus knows peace be still. They woke him up and said, master, don't you care that we are about to perish? And he literally ignores them and talks to nature and says to waves, wind, peace be still. Actually, the text says he rebuked the wind and says, peace be still. My friends, I speak peace into your life. As your in-house pastor, as your virtual pastor, as your Facebook pastor, whatever I am to you in this moment, I speak the peace of God over your life and the lives of everything and everyone attached to you. They woke him up. He ain't sleep now, but you have to stir him up, Paul says. A gift. Pray. Read your Bible. Pray. Read your Bible. Pray. Read your Bible. Hear sound biblical teaching and preaching. It happens suddenly, but guess what? like it happened suddenly, Jesus Christ can speak peace suddenly. This is the word of God for the people of God.